today on Italian radio show. Easter, Italian style. All the great traditions. And mamma mia, do we have food. Coming right up on Italian radio show. Alla più piano e nessuno sentirà Il nostro amore lo viviamo io e te Nessuno sa la verità Nel cielo che ci guarda da lassù Insieme a te io resterò Amore mio, sempre così Alla più piano e vieni più vicino a me Voglio sentire gli atti tuoi Folks, and welcome to the Italian Radio Show, part of West Coast Italian Radio, here with KMET 1490 AM, 98.1 FM in the beautiful Palm Springs, California area, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Mr. Tony Lestella, with the lovely, the beautiful, she's in Italy again, she always goes on vacation, Marzia Caputo in Vincenza. Hey. Ciao a tutti, I know, Tony. You you wish to be here, I know. Marcia, you take more vacations than I could do, like my, everybody at the station here and all of our families, you, you know, you take more vacations in a year than we do in a decade. Mamma mia, you're always on But the road. But who told you to do vacations? Maybe it's, it's all work about here. Oh, it's all working. <laughs> all working, yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, folks, you're listening to us, of course, down here in the beautiful Southern California area, KMET. But you might be picking up our signal at other stations across the country because we have many wonderful affiliates all across the United States. And, of course, you can always go online to our website at wcir.biz. Just remember the acronym there behind me, West Coast Italian Radio, wcir.biz. There's a link at the top of the page here. If you click on that link, it takes you right to our show page, with KMET ABC in Palm Springs. And from there, you can stream this show live every uh, Monday, no matter where you are in the country, or actually no matter where you are in the world, because right now, of course, you're in Italy there, in Vincenza, Marte. You can stream the show live there. Um, you can also, as soon as we're done with today's show, it goes right up into our archives, and then it's available there forever and ever and ever with all of our other shows. We have wonderful shows there, seven years of shows, about a thousand hours worth of listening time with all kinds of great guests. So everything there is at our website, wcir.biz. Click the link, take you to the uh, the ABC uh, KMET page, and right there you can stream it. You can listen to it on podcast. Listen to it 24-7 all week long, all of our shows, Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. We got listeners all over the world, all over the country. We love our listeners, wherever they are, however they are listening to the show. Marcy, you're in Italy. Yes, yet one more time, uh, living the life of Riley, the the regular Italian girl who's jet setting around the planet. Like I got to tell you, that, that, what, what was that girl's name? Paris Hilton. She has she takes no seconds to you because I mean, like you're right up there with her, right? No, I'm not. Let's think about it, okay? She was done. She didn't know how to drive. That's what I'm saying. You didn't know how to drive. Yeah. Unless I and, know what I'm you know how to do. I've driven with you. You've driven with me, you know? It's like <laughs> being you. Yeah, it, with, 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 like an Italian race car driver. Mamma mia. Come on. 
That is slow, by the way. It's when I'm really slow. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get right into our Italian news here, uh, since this is our Easter show. Uh, interestingly, before we uh, talk about Easter stuff, when we get into Italian news, you know, one of the most famous series on television uh, over the last 20 years was The Sopranos, if you recall. Okay. Right. And, um, it was all about the, uh, the, the Italian American mafia back in New Jersey in, in contemporary times. And not that we by any means on the show, um, do we, uh, you know, think the mafia is great. Just the opposite. We think the mafia is terrible. Uh, and they do not represent Italian American people at all. But, you know, the, the show being the show was a very popular show. And interestingly, there is, um, it's come out here recently that there were certain actors on the show that were actually related or, you know, they were actually part of the real mafia, but, you know, they were also actors on this TV show. So now the question is, which one? So the one guy here, guy named Anthony Borgese, Anthony Borgese, he was also known as Tony Darrow, okay? Uh, his stage name, Tony Darrow, he played Larry Boy Barese on The Sopranos. He's also been in other films like <clears throat> The Goodfellas, uh, Mickey Blue Eyes, and so on. Apparently, he was part of uh, the Brooklyn crime family, uh, and he is friends with one of the local mobsters there, Paul Vario. Um, he knew John Gotti, and so, or so he says there. Um, when he was younger, he was uh, arrested. When he was older, he was arrested. Kind of like he wasn't arrested in the middle when he was doing the series. So maybe the series should have went longer because it sounds like it kept him out of trouble. Go. So there you go. Another guy apparently was Michael Squicciarini. Uh, did I say that right? Michael Squicciarini. Okay. Now, he was only in a few episodes of The Sopranos. He played the role of Frank Cipollina, or Big Frank. Real life, he actually did five years for aggravated assault. He was supposed to be associated with a real New Jersey-based crime family, the uh, De uh, Cavalcante crew. Uh, so, um, and, and interesting, he passed away at age 44. Um so we're sorry to hear about that, but he was uh, apparently um, implicated in a murder right around that time anyway. So probably it was okay he passed away, all right? Another guy uh, from the Soprano series who was supposedly a uh, connected in real life was a guy named Tony Sirico. Tony Sirico. Now, he was a guy who was actually a regular on Soprano. He was known as Polly. Remember Polly Walnuts? Polly, okay? Right. So he was like a major character there. But they say that he used to run with the Colombo crime family under Carmine uh, Persico. So, um, you know, I don't know exactly if all of this is true or not true. This we get from, uh, let me see where this story came out. Um, it was, um, it says, uh, it doesn't really tell us where it came out. I probably forget that was out of home TV. So um, there you have it. So now you may wonder why we're talking about this with our Easter show, okay? And interestingly, I don't know how it is in Italy, Marzia, but here in America, a tradition every Easter is for the entire Godfather trilogy is usually played on a major television network. Why? 
I can't tell you. I mean, this is like the most sacred day of the year when Jesus rose from the dead. And yet this is the year. I mean, this is the time every single year that inevitably one of the major networks runs the entire Godfather trilogy. It starts like at about, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. It runs to like nine o'clock at night. It runs all day long. Sometimes they just keep it running for 24 hours which I don't know how that tradition started, but I just know that no matter where you live in the United States, if you go to your team, you're going to find some major network that's running this series there, kind of as an Easter tradition. Go figure. Don't know. Can't tell you. But since we're on that, yes. They're expecting, they're expecting from resurrection. That's what yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I have no that's idea. That's why you're playing for it. <laughs> but as long as we're on the topic there, uh, did you know that they are actually shooting a miniseries now uh, in Ragusa? You know where's Ragusa, Italy? Okay, it's Sicily, right? Yeah, Ragusa, Italy is shooting a miniseries, and it's actually a series about how the Godfather was was filmed. So it's actually a, a series on the filming of the Godfather. It's supposed to be ten episodes, each one an hour long, um, starting many, starring many, many. Um, famous actors, uh, a lot of them, of course, Italian or Italian-American. And I'm not quite sure when it is going to be aired, um, but um, definitely you want to look for that because it should be coming out sometime, I guess sometime soon. It's being, you know, because uh, right now they're, they're, of course, celebrating the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. So I think it's in accordance with that. So it, 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 it's, it may be seen on Paramount in April. So, uh, from the way it sounds like here, it sounds like perhaps it was already shot and they're getting ready to release it and it may be out this, uh, this April. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. It sounds like it's interesting. Okay. Uh, but like as, as we said, okay. this is, this year does mark the 50th anniversary of the Godfather. Okay. Of course, when we're talking, of course, Godfather one, because then, you know, the Godfather two and three came out, uh, following that sometimes. So um, they're going to be re-releasing the film internationally. Um, I guess they have added some things to it. They've gone back and uh, have done a director's cut with it. Uh, Coppola's production company has. Um, it sounds like uh, they've over, that Coppola himself has overseen this, um, this, this restoration process and the re-release of the film uh, where they've spent up to 4,000 hours in correcting things um, in the movie, um, everything from color coding to uh, different little you know, idiosyncrasy things. So um, I'm not quite sure if that's going to be released. It looks like it's going to be released in theaters. Like I said, This, of course, uh, looks like it's going to be Godfather 1 primarily, but it may be the whole series. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Interestingly, um, we have a whole thing on what the Godfather characters, and you know, of course, you'd have to have the, uh, you'd have to be able to, to view this. This is in a magazine called The Teal Mango, The Teal Mango, okay? And it's what the cast of the Godfather looked like then and what they look like now. Of course, everything from Al Pacino, who's still very active in the films, and uh, so we're pretty familiar with that. Marlon Brando obviously has passed away. Robert Duvall, um, I'm trying to remember. I can't. Re- I think if, if if Robert Duvall is still alive or if he's passed away, I cannot remember that at this point. But I know he was a great actor. Diane Keaton is still with us. 
So uh, 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 James Kahn is still with us. And he does some various uh, TV shows now and then, and, of course, Talia Shire and many others. So take a look at that. It's well worth the read, and uh, you'll see your favorite Godfather stars, how they look then, how they look now. So this is going to be our Easter show now. So having said enough about the Godfather being an Easter tradition for some bizarre reason in America, um, we have a great show for you with all kinds of great treats, including the perfect Easter dinner. That's going to be coming up next. Folks, don't go away. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. A salute. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Authentic pizza from Napoli, right here in the Northwest? With multiple occasions in Puget Sound, Puna Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus, the grab-and-go products at QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take and bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu. I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms order. Tutta bella, the real deal for authentic Napolitan pizza and Italian food. Go to their website today to learn more at tutabella.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Hello, folks, and welcome back to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show here with the ABC News and Talk Radio Network with our affiliate KMET Palm Springs. My favorite part of the show now, you know, we're talking Easter and Easter food always means great, great Italian feasts. So who better to tell us about this than one of our very favorite chefs, the head chef from Tutta Bella Ristorante, Marco. Chef Marco, welcome back to the show, my friend. Buongiorno a tutti. Buona Pasqua. How are you, Tony? I am fantastic. And we got Marcia Caputo. She's in Vincenza. And who's that lovely little girl that's with you there in Vincenza? Your niece. What's her name? <laughs> What's Ginevra. 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 Ah, All right, Chef Martin, so now talking about Easter feast. So yeah, I remember growing up Italian-American, you know, you practically starved the Holy Week because you're like fasting the entire yeah. week. 
know, yep. and then you're in, I remember like from Thursday to Sunday, I was constantly in church, you know, yep. and then Sunday after mass, you come back home, you got about 50 relatives come to the house and you start eating about noon and you eat for about 12 hours. So that, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's about <laughs> right. Yes, yes. So let's talk about some of the traditional <laughs> Italian dishes that, you know, people would have both the main courses, the starters, desserts. How would you do the perfect Italian Easter dinner? Uh, this is a, a very classical menu for me. I love Easter. It's my favorite time of the year. The spring, uh, it's in full swing. So uh, I, I like uh, stuffed pasta. I make uh, a ravioli di magro that's basically is a ricotta and spinach ravioli. And then uh, the sauce that I use, uh, it's a lamb tomato sauce, because then uh, this also is going to be my main course. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. basically, what, what do we want to do? We want to cook, and then we all go to the table and enjoy it. So those kind of things. Uh, when you make a sauce like that, your main course is already attached to it. There you, know, you because go. Because you eat, you eat uh, the, the lamb. And the main now, course being, of course, your well, what's your main course then? I, I, I go with lamb. The sauce is one of the part that yeah, I yeah. just use. And then uh, I do a speed roast uh, lamb. They basically, I, I cut it in half, and then I speed roast it, and then slowly cooked over an open fire. Oh, wow. That so, sounds absolutely then, fantastic. Slowly. It kind of gets nice and crunchy, stay nice and juicy. The lambs now at the Easter time, they're perfect. They're like 30 days, 40 days old, maybe. So that's the perfect size. And uh yeah, that's but then a, you, you, you then you, but you then you kind of uh, as you, it's cooking, then you're brushing on mi, mirto liqueur. Tell us what this mirto okay, liqueur so is. So basically, the the, the mirto is this Mediterranean plant that basically we use the leaf and the branches to brush it over, so it give it this nice uh, aroma. And yeah, then make yeah. some berries. Then in Sardinia, we make a liqueur. Mm. Oh, this this liqueur you make uh, you soak it with Everclear for thirty days and then you put a simple syrup. Now you eat to, you have to drink a standing up, Tony, because uh, <laughs> if you have like a, a few more, it's a nice and sweet. Bike can punch out of forty five uh, alcohol proof. So when you get up, you kind of go, oh, whoa, all right. <laughs> so so you're saying is, is it goes down easy, but oh, it has yeah. has some lasting effects. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, so now let's switch gears and talk a little bit yeah. about dessert, the, okay. you know, the perfect Italian Easter dessert. Uh, tell us about that. I, I think we need to go with the Colomba Pasquale. The Colomba Pasquale, he has, you remember, the, yeah, the yeah. dove for the Easter uh, um, the Easter dove, the Easter yeah, dove, yeah. Exactly, and then uh, it is, uh, uh, you need to have a good almonds because you have those lice, caramelized almonds that go on top. I mean, if you're familiar with the panettone, he has the same consistency. Yes, yes. Right? It's like a, a sweet bread, okay? It's kind of like the, the Easter version of the panettone in a way. Yeah, exactly yeah. right, and then it cooks in those molds that are shaped like a dough. Uh, that, 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 those, are, that, those are perfect. I remember growing up, Tony, that we opened that one for Easter. We opened uh, like an extra one, and then I cut it and let it dry a little bit, and then soak it in the milk in the morning, the cold milk in the morning. Oh, oh. wow. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But then you also have Pane di Pasqua. So what's Pane di Pasqua? Pane di Pasqua, it is uh, a, a recipe that... Uh, include milks uh, and flowers and eggs. Uh, basically, it's made in the morning of uh, Easter. 
you kind of need to let it rest and make like a little uh, um, a little design, and then you put the eggs on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is very sweet. I did it two versions. One is dry like that. Yeah. The, 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 also, I believe that I, I sent a picture on it. And then one, I like to put like a, make like a little quiche, you know, make like a yeah, little cream yeah. in the egg. So when I cut it, it's more like a cake. Oh, oh wonderful, wonderful. Man, we got to come to your house for Easter yes. because I'm getting hungry just talking to you. Folks, we're talking to Chef Marco Noco, who is the head chef at Tutta Bella, uh, which has some wonderful, wonderful Italian restaurants. They do authentic Neapolitan pizza up in the Puget Sound area. If you're up there, make sure you check them out. Chef Marco, thank you for our Easter recipes, our Easter food for our, our Easter show here. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right, chef. So now getting into our, you know, Italian phrases. And of course, we appreciate very much the fact that this segment of our show is brought to our listeners by your great restaurant, Tuta Bella, your great, uh, you know, series of restaurants that there you have these great Italian, uh, restaurants and pizzerias throughout the, uh, Puget Sound area. Plus you're available, your products at many of the stores there. Folks, they have the best authentic Neapolitan food and the pizza. They are certified by the Italian government. We're so glad you guys are a sponsor of our show and especially our Italian phrases. So let's talk about, just give our listeners some of the classic Italian Easter phrases that uh, that they need to know. All right? Okay. okay. So the first one is the Natale con i tuoi, Pasqua con chi vuoi. Natale con i tuoi, Pasqua con chi vuoi. Which is basically translated to Christmas with family and Easter with friends. Christmas with family, Easter with friends. So I see that Marcy is shaking her head in agreement with this. So that must be a popular saying, I'm assuming, throughout Italy, right? That's right. You can hear all the time. All right. Well, of course, we all know that you say uh, Bona Pasqua, which is Happy Easter. That's uh, a pretty standard. But give us another one uh, that you have for us today, Chef. Okay, I have uh, Auguro a tutti voi una buona Pasqua. Auguro a tutti voi una buona Pasqua, which is? I wish you all a happy Easter. I wish you all a happy Easter. That's wonderful. Okay. Now, the next one, it depends on whether you're talking to a man or a woman. So give us first how you would say it to a man. To a man, it goes, Buona Pasqua, amico mio. Which is, happy Easter, my friend, if you're talking to a a man. And if you're talking to a female, it's? Buona Pasqua, amica mia. Amica mia. Very good, very good. And uh, let's see, let's do one more. Okay. I have uh, Buona Pasqua tutti. Happy Easter to everyone. Chef Marco, it's such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, and we look forward to your return next time. Happy Easter to you and your family. Grazie, grazie. Now we're into our Artist of the Week, and I got a great Artist of the Week. This guy is a really, really great friend of mine. He is an amazing Italian-American tenor. Uh, I've had the great pleasure of performing with him in a few shows over the years. His name is Aaron Caruso. Believe it or not, he's been uh, performing since he was six years old. Okay, He earned his bachelor's degree and vocal performance from uh, the University of Michigan. He speaks four languages fluently, sings in seven languages, 
and he's studied and performed opera both in Italy, New York, and abroad uh, with some of the greatest teachers of the world. He sings, I know, with the three Sicilian tenors, plus he does his own show, and very dear friend of mine, and he does a beautiful, beautiful rendition of the Ave Maria, which we'd like to do as our Artist of the Week here song, Aaron Caruso, for our Easter tradition. Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We gotta pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Authentic pizza from Napoli right here in the Northwest? With multiple occasions at Puget Sound, Puna Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus the grab-and-go products at QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take-and-bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu, 
I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms order. Tutta bella, the real deal for authentic Napolitan pizza and Italian food. Go to the website today to learn more at tutabella.com. This is Tony Lastella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Italian Radio Show, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network, down here with KMET Palm Springs. I'm your host, Tony Lestella, and do I have a great guest today or what? You know, we're talking all about Easter in Italy, the Easter traditions, Easter food, Easter family, everything. But everything is about the church. If you're Italian, probably you're Catholic, because I think 99% of all Italians in the world are Catholic. So who better to have as a guest today for our Easter program than Father Paul Magnano? But Father, I got to really say, you're, I, 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 love, I love your whole Italian name, Padre Paolo Angelo Magnano, who's a good friend of mine and a Catholic priest from one of the uh, churches up there in Seattle. Originally was our Lady of South, of, of, uh, of Mount Virgin was the, the original Catholic church up there, if I recall, right? That's for sure. It's still there, standing. That's right. It still is. I think they're, they're, they're still debating what they're going to do about it. And I think we covered that a while back, but now your, your family, of course, comes from Italy. So did your parents, your grandparents, who, who, who are the ones that were originally in Italy? Well, my grandfather, Antonio Mogliano, came to Seattle. We don't know why or how in 1890. Uh-huh. Grandpa was, uh, 13 years old. Jeez. Oldest of seven kids. His father had died. His mother sent him olive oil from Liguria, <laughs> yeah. Genoa, and we're still in the family business. Really? Some years later. Of olive oil. Of olive oil. That's Napoleon. fantastic. Only <laughs> in olive oil. And speaking of Easter, my family donates to the Catholic Archdiocese 200 gallons every year. And oh, my Lord. Of olive oil? Of olive oil. Because <laughs> it goes out to all the churches. To Isn't that something? To the sick and the dead. And to wow. So now I got to ask this question because I don't know what the answer is to it. But so olive oil... Um, now I know we, you have to use holy oils as uh, what you use as a priest. So is that made from olive oil? It is olive oil. What well, is consecrated by the bishop? Every no, every I never day. knew that. I never yep. knew that. Wow! Well, you need to go up to the cathedral on Holy Thursday. They bring in the oils, three of them that are used for three different purposes: the same yeah. olive oil, Napoleon, of course, donated by the Magnano family. It's blessed, it's breathed upon, it's consecrated, it goes out to the 170 or so Catholic churches in western Washington. That is fantastic. Wow, that's a great story and a great thing you guys do for your family, for the Catholic Archdiocese here. So then you grew up uh, in Seattle. You were in a, in a, the, I remember the old Garlic Gulch Italian-American neighborhood. Now, I didn't live here. I'm from the East Coast, but um, I, of course, live in Seattle now part of the time. And um, I know that was a vibrant Italian community. So what was it like for you growing up and that community? 
Well, I don't want to pop your bubble, but we grew up on Queen Anne Hill. Oh, okay. All right. Grandfather wanted to identify with Seattle, so he built a house in the Madrona neighborhood. Back wow. in the late 1800s, he married a friend of an Italian friend from Sardinia's wife's sister, two Italians, both married two Mormons, thinking of the whole world. <laughs> of course, because Seattle has a lot of Mormons. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> so at any rate, my grandfather was born, or my dad at least, Angelo and his brother Marco were both born at home in the Madrona neighborhood. And when they graduated from uh, college, Seattle College, Seattle University now, they moved up to Queen Anne Hill. My grandparents lived on 2nd Kinnear. My uncle and aunt and their kids lived on 4th and Prospect, and we lived on 6th Avenue West and Highland Drive. I'm the oldest of eight, and we have numbers of, well, 12 grandkids. We're all good friends. We are still La Familia. In that's today. fantastic. You know, that's interesting because for the last few weeks, everything, every single guest I think we've had from all parts of the country has come from big Italian families, eight, nine, 12. I think the winner was one woman who had 19 kids in her family. And it was like they had such a range of ages that by the time the, the youngest ones were born, the oldest ones were already taking care of them. So it was, a, it was quite a story. So now well, I have to ask. Sister, my youngest sister is 20 years behind me. There They're you all go. All of us grandkids and, and uh, their kids and their children, grandkids. We yeah. get together every Easter. We get together every Christmas. Big family, big family reunions and lots of food, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, so, you know, uh, interestingly, uh, I'm, I, I'm interested in how you became a priest. And I'm going to preface that question by something I remember when I was a kid growing up in the old neighborhood back east. Of course, we had a lot of wise guys in this old neighborhood, right? And they would you say, okay, York kid, you're going to become, he said, you're going to become three things. You're going to become either a cop, a priest, or a wise guy. It was like, <laughs> that was your choice. So anyway, how did you become a priest? Well, I guess it was growing up in a Catholic neighborhood, being part of a, an extended Catholic family, Italian, of course. The Mormon yeah, yeah. did become a Catholic. And uh, I was in that environment at Queen Anne Hill. I went to a Catholic school. I went to a Catholic church. Uh, helped um, Catholic charities. Bishop Gill at the time lived in our parish. We went out to do good things for Native Americans and for people that were down and out. And in high school, I said, you know, this is something I could do. My first thought was to have become a Jesuit because I went to Seattle Prep. My parents yeah, were yeah. involved at the Jesuit University. But I said, I think there's a greater need for good priests and parish. So yeah. I went off to the seminary and they sent me to Rome. To I Rome. Wow. Four years. I was there from 64 was, to 68. Was that your first time in Italy? It was my first time in Italy. Wow. And, that's fantastic. Yeah. And on weekends, there was another guy there in my class from Genoa. And even though it wasn't allowed to leave Rome, on weekends, we got on the uh, Treno Rapido, went to Genoa, 
where I learned Italian, where I ate good food, where we went to church. And uh, he did the same, but he lived up in the hills. We lived right on the water. Even though we're from the same city, we both spoke different dialects. Wow, is that something, man. It well, interestingly, so, so then you know some of the Easter traditions of Italy, of course, because you were there long enough that you would have spent an Easter or two there in Italy, yes? I spent four Easter's there in Italy, both in Rome and in Genoa. Well, then you're a perfect person to talk about this because I know, um, we, you know, there, 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 I remember there were two big things growing up as a kid back east. Now, my family came through Ellis Island and we, uh, we, we resided in and around New York for about three generations. And then from there, we kind of went out through the rest of the country. But I remember it was all about church and food. It was about church and food. So I recall that, um, from literally Holy Thursday, through like noon on Easter, you were right. in and out of church. You had very little time to sleep in between, right? You were always going back to mass for something or other, some service. And then, of course, then you had to fast between Holy Thursday and Holy Saturday. Of course, what right. the Italians call fasting is probably not what other people call fasting. So in our family, fasting meant there was no hot food. You could eat cheese, salami, bread. I mean, they had all the pasta. I mean, the table was still loaded with food. It was just all like cold food, right? And then right. You, after midnight mass on Saturday night, uh, we would come back about 2 o'clock in the morning, and we'd have a big, some big thing to eat then. We go to bed, sleep for a couple of hours. Then you got to get up and go to mass again Sunday morning. Then when you come back, then you really start eating. Then you got 50 relatives there and food like for the next 10 hours. <laughs> all. It's faith, food, and family. That's right. The three F's. Faith. I have to remember that. Faith, food, and family. There you go. So it sounds to me like your family traditions, especially since you had eight children in your family, um, were very similar to what ours were, I'm sure. I'm sure because we're all Italiani, even though That's we right. speak different dialects and come from different parts of Italia. So being in Italy must have been very, very special since obviously that's where the Catholic center of the world is there. Um, and there are four things that I was reading here I, in this article about, you know, what really uh, is makes uh, Easter special in Italy. One of them, of course, is they say chocolate and painted eggs. Chocolate and painted eggs, right? Yeah. So usually painted red to represent the blood of Christ. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the the hard shell was the sealed tomb of Jesus. Really? Wow. Cracking of the shell was... Jesus' resurrection from the dead. That is fantastic. I didn't know that. That is really the fantastic. The whole Easter story is summed up in that egg. That is really interesting. That's so, because that's, that, that explains a lot of things where that tradition came from. Well, that's then, of right. course, Easter in Rome, of all places, especially since that's where you were studying, Easter in Rome is supposed to be just completely. Yeah, it just is like unbelievable uh, between the Pope doing the services and the masses. And what was that like for you, especially as a as a young person studying to be a priest? 
Well, first of all, the Pope would come out on the balcony after the uh, Mass indoors, and he would greet the whole world. He greeted the city of Rome and the whole world. Right, and in right. in the piazza, the plaza, it was filled with people all the way down the Via de, del Conciliazione. So you couldn't get another person on the street or in the plaza. But what struck me as much as the Pope and his universal blessing was the huge bell at the left really? of the Basilica that was ringing through the whole time. I always wow. felt as a young adult that if that bell broke loose, it would fly around the whole world <laughs> and come right back to its spot there in Rome. People were cheering. They were waving flowers. There were national flags. That's um, really something. That's had, really something. It was phenomenal. Well, it's then, of course, point. I imagine the food... You, you, there's so many food traditions in Italy that we, and we've covered a lot of those on the show from the food in the north, the food in the south, uh, everything from what the dishes they make to the cakes yeah. and everything. Did you have a favorite Easter or do you have a favorite Easter food that you like? Well, there's only one Easter food, at least for the main course of many, many courses is lamb. Lamb. Yes. And beans. Salami, as you mentioned, there's that cake with cheese. I think they call it the, the pizza di Roma. I'm not yeah, sure why. Yeah, yeah. There was that uh, Columba, Columba, I think it was called, dove-shaped cake uh, with almonds and sugar on the top. The Genovese had a special cake, a torta, as they called it, with 33 layers. Wow. Course, that completed about 33 courses. Yeah, yeah. Dinner tape. We ate all day long. Oh, yeah. We did, too. We did, too. Well, Father, it's so great having you on our show with us. you got to come back again. We always have a lot of fun on this show. So, um, you know, now you're here in Seattle. Of course, you still get together with your family. So after you do your masses, you get together your whole family. You have a big Easter celebration, right? We'll have lamb. Have lamb. There you go. Pasta shuta and big from Genoa. Pasta con... uh, Oh, my gosh, I know that. Basilico. Ah, there you go. Pasta Basilico. There you are. Well, so thank you so much. Happy Easter. Anything you'd like to say, leave our listeners with. Buona Pasqua. Buona Pasqua. Thanks so much for being a guest here with us today. Folks, we're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors with a lot more Italian radio. Don't go away. Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. 
Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza. It's fantastic. Joe Fuggero, their owner, is here to tell us more. Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab-and-go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony. Absolutely. From our kitchen to yours. Take and bake pizzas, fresh grab-and-go salads, tiramisu. And just this week, we've added two great new jarred sauces, rustic marinara and traditional bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. We're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Our song of the week, More, the theme from Mondo Cane, a classic performed in Italian and English by Tony and the Goombas. The ABC Italian Radio Show Band from KMET Palm Springs.
So now it's time for us to talk about some of our great Italian events that are going to be coming up the next 30 days at various places throughout the Western United States. Folks, if you have any events that you would like to send to us, go to our website, wcir.biz. Of course, these need to be Italian events. And uh, send us, there's a contact link there. Send us a contact with your email, with your telephone, your name, and tell us about your event. We'll try to get it on our schedule, our event schedule on the website. And, you know, then what we do is we, we kind of pick the big events since we have limited time here, and we uh, put those on the show throughout the year to let people know what's coming up. But we, we like to get all the events on the website because people go there a lot even to find the smaller events in their areas. So make sure you send those to us. All right, so we have some good events coming up the next 30 days. Of course, we have... Many more events as we get into the summer and fall months. So we usually look about 30 days out on the average to find out what, you know, what's coming up there, let people know about so they can plan for an event that's in your area. So here you go. April 19th, we have Il Volo, the wonderful, wonderful singing group of the young, uh, young, the young men who sing uh, out of Italy at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood, California. That's April 19th. Make sure you go online and check out for tickets to that event. Moving right along here on April 20th, we're going to go over to our friends in Las Vegas, Nevada, a night of romance and fun with Jada Valenti on April 20th. We love Jada Valenti. Had her on the show here before, and we, uh, it, we were kind of the sponsor of her concert when it was up in Seattle. Had a great time with her here. Wonderful, wonderful singer. Make sure you check that out. Going back down to Texas now on May 5th and 7th, you have Rigoletto at the Torben Center for the Performing Arts in San Antonio, Texas. Make sure you check that out. One of the greatest Italian operas ever written by Verdi. And last but not least, on Sunday, May 8th, Mother's Day, yours truly, Tony Lestella and the ABC Italian Show Band from KMET Palm Springs is going to perform a fundraising event a Frank Sinatra's Mother Day show. 
Frank Sinatra's mother, Frank Sinatra Mother's Day show as a fundraiser for Charlie's Dinosaur to help foster kids. This is going to be up at Giuseppe's Italian Restaurant in Tacoma, Washington. So there you have some really, really great events. Make sure if they're if you're in the area or you're coming in the area, try to check those out and support those because we love supporting Italian events and Italian culture throughout the United States. Now, listen, folks, apart from you're hearing us live every Monday down here at KMET with ABC in Palm Springs and throughout Southern California. Remember, you can stream us anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world by going to our website, wcir.biz. Every Monday, you can stream the show live. And if you get caught up, you can't get to us on Monday, go back there because the minute we're done with the show, it goes up into our archives. It's there all month long. In fact, it's there forever. we got seven years of great shows, of great guests, great topics for you to share with all your friends, all your family listen to. We love our listeners wherever they are. So make sure you go to the website, wcir.biz. Click on the link to either stream or to listen to the show in our archives and our podcast. And I tell you what, you can just have Italian radio 24-7 whenever you want, and it's totally free. But one thing that we really want to tell you about is we got our after-hours show. This is for 18 and over. What, what do we call this in Italian? We call it Luce Rossa. Luce Rossa. Luce Rossa. That means the red light show. Do we need to say more? Okay, this is a show for adults only, basically, where we get into the subject matter of the week, and we have very frank discussions with some very colorful guests on this show, but we have a great time with it. It's a show you do not want to miss. It's a lot of fun, and it's actually, you can either listen to it like a, as a podcast, or you can watch it as a television program, because you can see the lovely Marcia Caputo there, you know, in all of her splendor, and she does a show here with the old guys. So we have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> also remember, on our website, we have the first international Italian bis- business directory in the world. So we're, we're, we're adding businesses all the time. Our goal is here by the next couple of years, no matter where you are in the civilized world, you can go to our website, go to our directory, you can find an Italian business by you. And if you have any Italian businesses out there that would like to be a part of that directory, directory contact us because you can get a listing for absolutely free so i tell you what it's been a blast here marcia caputo with you uh it's always fun doing the show with you next week we got another great show with more special guests and stuff anything you want to tell our listeners marcia until next time alla prossima volta ciao a tutti ah salute we'll be back next week with a brand new show while rain is falling I cry with you Ciao!